gotta edit, I gotta edit that. I gotta edit that. Yeah, that <laughs> that's uh, wow. That's a yowzer. That's hilarious. Uh, I don't, know. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know which one, but it was, it was a little bit too like super power e. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Be back. Finally. Nice drive. Nice five. Chapter eight. Yo. So, yes, sir. Chapter eight. Here in a little bit, we have our new best friend. Will's known him for a while. Will's actually caddying for him uh, in next weekend in Bermuda, which is legit. Uh, no invite for me and Brad or me and Brent, but that's fine. I uh, wanted them to be security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Russell Knox yeah. joins us on the podcast here in a little bit. We're going to talk a ton of stuff. He shot a nine at Sawgrass on 17. I parred it last time I played there. So that's, you know, I mean, you know, just say. But anyways. Uh, I think yeah. it'd be a good match. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be a great match. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, we have Russell Knox on that dude, that, that can be a future YouTube video, me versus Russell Knox, but he's got to give me like the 40 strokes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like, like three shots a hole. Yeah. 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 Um, and he's got to play left-handed. Yeah. And he still fucking, fucking pumps you by 26. Oh, most definitely. But it'd be great. Yeah, content. One of the best ball strikers on planet earth. Like no shit. Yeah. So, yeah, we have Russell Knox on. Uh, shout out to all of our sponsors. We love you all. They are, uh, you're going to, we've got some, we've got a couple new sponsors we're going to shout out here in the podcast here in a little bit. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate everyone. Uh, appreciate all the listeners and everyone who, who's, who has uh, subscribed and all that good stuff. So, um, Will, I talked on the phone with Will the other day and he said he had played somewhere. It might've been Alpine Bay. I don't know exactly where he played, but I was like, what'd you shoot? And he was like, ah, shot a 67. And he didn't sound like pleased with the 67. He was like, I couldn't put, I couldn't put worth shit. Shot a 67. And I was like, damn, that's the life I once that I want to live right there is when I'm mad at a 67. Yeah. No bogeys too. Grant, we're only playing from 6,700 yards. So it's kind of like a fake round. Um, um, fuck you. um, but, but yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I've been playing at Silver Lakes, um, with my, with my old buddy, Alex Harper a lot lately and I shout out Alex. What's up, brother? Thanks for inviting me. Um, met a lot of new friends. They've got a great golf game out there. A lot of low handicappers and, uh, it's part of the Robertson Jones junior golf trail in the state of Alabama. And, uh, do you yeah, listen to silver chair? Sweet, sweet design. Do you listen to Silver Chair while you play Silver Lakes? I mean, you can. I mean, I listen to '90s rock while we're out there, and I'm pretty sure Silver There's Chair played Silver while Chair. we're out there. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, I love, love the, me some Silver Chair. The buddy. Silver Duo. All right, don't know that's what, what it is. That, that's what we in the professional golf community like to call the Silver Duo. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna, I might just play like their greatest hits next time I go play that course, just as an homage. Send it. Let her rip. Take I've her never. Chip. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not familiar. Not familiar with that. With silver you're too chair? Young, you're too young, bro. 
going to take a quick break from the podcast to thank our sponsor at Alpine Bay Golf Club. It is in Talladega, Alabama. It is a uh, course built in 1972 by Robert Trent Sr., a just legendary designer. It's 18 holes. It's fantastic. A wonderful couple bought it a few years ago after a few, a few year hiatus. Um, they've turned it into a uh, great course. The, the grass is back and thriving. Uh, the rates are very affordable. It's, uh, it's in such solid shape. Um, played it last week, play it uh, a couple times a week, but I played it in a four-person uh, charity scramble last week with the owner. We had a great time. Uh, the place is in just amazing shape, um, and I cannot thank them enough for uh, sponsoring us. And uh, it's a fantastic Robert Trent Sr. and for a great, great price. So please go check it out and uh, you, you'll very, very much enjoy the experience. It's located in rural Alabama. The views are pretty and uh, it's fantastic, especially this time of year. Those, those Bermuda greens are as pure as they get. So uh, yeah, go out there, enjoy Robert Trent Jones Senior Design Alpine Bay Golf Club. He'd he be young, man, he's only 27. That's crazy, Fruit. dude. Hey, sometimes I forget my age. Like somebody, it was weird. A, a lady at work the other day asked me how old I was. And I was like, damn it. I had to think for a minute. I was like, you know, what? Once, you know, I was like, damn. I told her 28 at first. And I was like, nah, I don't think that's right. I, bet you, I mean, I bet you don't get carded at all. No, oh, no, I no. Hang you you want to know how often I get carded? Probably every day. 100% of the time. <laughs> uh, that's that's for tobacco for 18 year olds. Yeah. Um, I vape because I'm super cool. I bl I blow flat fat clouds. Um, no, no, it's not cool. Kids don't do it. Um, it's a terrible habit. Um, uh, fortunately, I haven't had any ill side effects, but don't do it. But I get that's not that's not the shtick that we're going for here. The shtick is that I get carded because i look like i'm eight years old even though i'm 30 freaking five yeah brent's got a sasquatch beard so he doesn't get yeah. carded i can't believe you don't know who silver chair is like i don't i'm slightly disappointed so they sing the song tomorrow where it's like uh you're gonna wait till fat boy wait till tomorrow yeah so i mean i sing like shit but that was, that, was pretty, that was pretty good, though. To be honest, yeah, I wouldn't have the should, balls. I wouldn't have the balls to do that. First of all, yeah, yeah. I, I just, um, I just, you'll so, know the so, song. So props to you for that. I just googled silver chair and just silver chairs came up. Like here's a nice chair at, <laughs> at <laughs> IKEA. Silver colored chairs. Um, silver colored chairs. I'm a big like '90s alternative, like '90s rock guy. I just, I, it's just not you ringing. One hundred percent. If you listen to the song "Silver Chair Tomorrow," you 100% will know the song. Okay. Oh yeah, it'll, 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 you'll remember it. You just don't. You might you, as well just make it today's intro song. Just kind of you, you slap like that in there. Three other songs I bet. Yeah, If I can yeah, find that, absolutely. They're from. I mean, do you know Tool? Do you know yeah. Tool, Jason? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That you're right. You're cool in my book again. So they're from Australia. Yeah. Right. We, we have to get on Will's buddy Marco sometime soon. Absolutely. Right? And get Absolutely. him to sing Silver Chair. I need, well, I just, I need to know the vibe check on kangaroos. Are they bitches? Are we cool with them? You know what I'm talking um, about? I think, they... I think 
for the most part, they're they're total punks and they are very aggressive. And the males uh, have a lot of testosterone, and uh, they will they will whip you with that tail like it's no tomorrow. And, and I think I mean they and they're they're uh, overpopulated over there, but they're illegal to shoot. So they they send out crews at the night to shoot them. Holy um, cow! So, uh, have you so, ever? Yeah, they're 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 a problem. Have you been to Australia? Never been. I got an exemption in 2016 Australian Open, but they weren't going to pay for me to go, and I had a surgery. So if they're not going to pay for me to go to Australia, I ain't going. Right. Yeah. Who would want to pay their own way to Australia? Yeah. I bet you get fucked yeah. up by kangaroo. You're kind of a small guy, Will. I you think know, you I get fucked up. I bet they send me 50 feet. I bet. I bet I could literally fly 50 feet by one of their their yeah. massive tails. They play like kangaroo chippo with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to kickboxing. Yeah. So I um uh spooky season. It's spooky season. It's October. This is like my favorite month of the year. Uh wife's birthday and baby's birthday is this month. Um big scary movie guy, or I say I am. I uh I talk big shit, but then once once some scary parts come up in a movie, I'm like, nah, let's watch something else uh squealing like a little girl so we watched we watched the new halloween movie the other day i don't know if you guys have seen it yet the halloween kills does that michael myers in it yeah yeah it was of course i'm a big fan of like that series like i like that whole thing but i wasn't a huge fan of that movie because it was just super corny it was like I don't know. They they like gather. They like went around town like gathering people to help fight Michael Myers. And I'll spoiler alert: at the end of the movie, they were just hitting him with two by fours and like pitchforks and stuff, and it just wasn't doing anything. It was just dumb. Yeah. So, so I, I re- think when he struck by lightning and had like superpowers, or is- gotta edit, i gotta edit that i gotta edit that yeah that <laughs> that's uh wow that's, uh, yowzer that's hilarious uh I don't, <laughs> I, I don't i don't i don't know which one but it was it was a little bit too like let me take a break a little commercial break to thank our sponsors over at chippo golf chippo golf is our favorite golf game ever will has had a set for in a while now and plays it all the time company was started about four years ago by two friends in New York that decided to combine golf and cornhole to invent arguably the greatest yard game ever. It's really taken off. They've built partnerships with the PGA Tour, Top Golf, and Chippo's played by, you know, PGA Tours, um, you know, PGA Tour players, um, you know, down to your average beer drinking hackers like me and Jason. Um, you know, tour pros like Dustin Johnson, Webb Simpson, even John Daly. Uh, they're all about the fun side of golf, but Chippo also makes a great training aid for working on a short game. Uh, you can find Chippo on chippogolf.com, and our listeners can use the code nice drive, nice five for 15% off your entire order. Uh, that's chippogolf.com. Um, and just to throw it out there, I think that this would probably be the best Christmas gift that you can think of. 
Absolutely. I played a game of Chippo today and it got serious out there, my friends. It is a fantastic game. I've been playing it in the backyard for years. It's a great drinking game. It's a great uh, competitive gambling game. Um, it is just, it's fun for all ages, all ages. We use like, it's like a Nerf golf ball, so you can't get hurt. You're not going to hurt the kids. Everybody's safe and you can really dial in your chipping. So, uh, you know, use our code, go get yourself a, uh, a couple of boards and, uh, and just have a blast and, and, and you can, you can play indoors, outdoors, and you're not going to break any windows. So use our code, tell your friends, enjoy the game, have fun. Super power E. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh. But uh yeah. are y'all scary man. are y'all scary movie guys? Are there any scary movies you guys like? No. 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 I watched the omen when I was ten. I peed my pants <laughs> and uh and I mean I although I, I like the you know uh, that Zombieland was that's not necessarily a scary movie that's um, not scary. dude that was filmed a part a good bit of that was filmed right here in Valdosta was with Woody no, Harrelson at Wild Adventures yeah yeah hmm. yeah I'm a big um, I'm I a remember big, uh, the, the park they're at yeah yeah one of the one of my favorite um uh not to you know kick a dead horse uh but your old podcast Stadium Drive like my favorite episode was probably the one that y'all done last year for Halloween. I can't remember what you said your favorite one of your favorite scary movies was, but it was something like Pretty Woman or something. No, <laughs> that was remember. that wasn't that wasn't me. That was another co-host. My one of my top favorite scary movies or series or whatever is Scream. Like the this Yeah. Yeah. What movie did he say was his one of his favorite scary movies? I think Sleepless in Seattle or something like that. Yeah, it was something. It was pretty like, funny. dude, wrong genre, yeah. wrong everything. Yeah. yeah, that's been. I mean, that is pretty scary to have to watch that stuff. But that's like a year ago. I can't remember. I can't believe I remember. Is that, that the Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan one? Potentially, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, same same era. Yeah. So yeah, Billy Crystal's a good uh, a good Yellow Wolf song. I know that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yellow Wolf. Hey, he's from Gadsden, Alabama. Shout out! Get, get him on the podcast. Tattoo. Get him on the America tattoo right there. You see that, Will? Yeah. What's that Yellow say? Wolf tattoo. Sl American, right there. You you love Yellow this wolf. guy. I like the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I got so, I got Lord. Right. I got Lord for Australia, and I got this because I'm a beach guy. I'm a beach um, bitch. You're a beach um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got a wave on my arm. What a what a poonator. Um, Live, laugh, love at the beach. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the uh, assault life. Um, I hate the beach. Man, I'm sick of that brand. Um, I hate the anyways, beach. It's like um, dirt and nasty tasting water. It is. Well, you're I like, the wrong, I like you're the fish. wrong beaches. No, they like they're all all beach water tastes like shit. It's really soft. You ever been to the you ever been to the Caribbean? It's like being in the bath. Well, see, yeah, like Brent, when you you said you said uh, you've told us you've got a Jamaica trip coming up. I've been to. I've been to Jamaica and Cancun. Both are amazing. You like that water? Top notch. You'll shout love the out. water. You'll love yeah. the water. I hate the beach, but uh, my wife loves it. So shout out to my beautiful wife, Christy, for making me go to Jamaica. Yeah. I'd rather go to like the mountains or something and spend 10% of the money that we spent going to Jamaica. Yeah. So cause I got- we, got a bu- we got a butler room. 
Yeah. Like, Are you doing like an I'm gonna be like, Yeah, yeah, all inclusive at Sandals with a butler and like they have like the swim up grotto at the room and shit. And I'm oh, gonna nice. tell the butler every night, I'm be like, I want some fucking like two pieces of chocolate cake every yeah. night. And he's gonna bring it and it's gonna be great. Hello, Jeeves. Hello. Uh, yeah. Hello, Governor. We we got off the plane. We got off the plane in Jamaica and we went through customs or whatever the whatever it's called didn't you go down there for like your senior trip or some shit no that was i I went uh no i went uh on my honeymoon Uh, and we went through and then well the cancun trip was kind of like a senior trip just uh Mm. six years after i had graduated and we were all over 21 and just got blackout the entire week fun times so i got through the kind of like a trip to pill city yeah, I yeah. Blackout. Which is coming soon. Yeah. I got I went through the airport in Jamaica and the first thing a guy said to me was he said, Hey, do you do you smoke? Talking about smoking uh the devil's lettuce, marijuana. Marijuana. And I said, Nah, man. I said, I, I, I can't. He said, uh, yes, you can. You're in Jamaica now. You can do whatever you want. And I'm like, I I just can't. That's because I have my job tests. I can't do that. But it was hilarious because the guy was like, you're in Jamaica, man. You can do whatever you yeah. want. My, my buddy Todd, my, um, they, they went down on their honeymoon last year or this year, like back in like May. And so there's like seven couples um, going down there uh, at the same time. We like all booked like rooms next to each other. And Todd is like so – like he's laid back, super quiet. He's from Illinois. And uh, or lives in Illinois, and he's from there. Um, but uh, you know, he was like, when we got down there, we had a butler, and he was like, I told the butler I wanted four pieces of cake every night. <laughs> he was yeah. like, they brought us four pieces of cake, and he was like, and then I bought weed on the beach in front of the cops, and yeah. I don't even smoke. He was yeah. like, it was just the experience. He was like, I never even smoked it. I just wanted to buy weed in Jamaica, and I was like, I might try that. Yeah, you probably get a little $5 bag. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, just for the experience, you know. My grandfather had a great great quote. Um, They went down there in the 60s or the 70s, and um, and my grandmother grandmother was offered pot, but he wasn't. He goes, they go over there and they offer her that baby Jane, and I didn't get offered any baby Jane the whole time. I said, I said, (laughs) first of all, it's called Mary Jane. All right, little ad break, commercial advertising dollars. Uh, Inward Half Golf, our favorite golf brand. Uh, Inward Half has some amazing looking gear from polos and towels to tees and head covers. They're more than an apparel brand, they're a lifestyle. From walking 18 to walking down the street in your favorite city, head over to inwardhalf.com and pick up something fresh. Use Nice Drive, our code for 15% off and enjoy the walk in. Um, I actually just ordered another uh, inward half hat and 150 tees, um, and both of them look great. The tees are absolutely perfect. Love the way they look. So, um, you know, they've got everything on the site. Nice drive, nice five, 15% off, inwardhalf.com. Um, Smoking that DJ. He, he, he thought he was that baby Jane. I said, no, sorry, Bob. That's hilarious. That's funny. Uh, smoking that BJ, that baby Jane. Yeah. Hearing that from a oh, nine-year-old yeah. man is probably the most adorable thing ever. Yeah. I like, I'm going to start calling it baby Jane, to be honest with you. 
Shout out. Yeah, you Pops. might as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh yeah, that'll be a fun trip for you guys. So let's see here. Oh, shout if out COVID allows us to go if Yeah. Exactly. So I didn't I didn't get to talk about this last week. So we had um Jason Highland on from Sub 70. Shout out Jason for being an awesome guest. But uh Will, I want to thank you again for allowing me to go back to Sawgrass last week. It was awesome. Very welcome. Um I know I told both of you guys, but I I I name dropped your name while getting our bag tags. I'm super excited to have that 3 on my bag tag by the way for par 17. But I dropped Hell your name. Yeah. I dropped your name. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast with Wilcox. I was down here a couple weeks ago with him. I wish I could take my two buddies. Like, he was supposed to come. I wish I could take my two buddies on this little tour. And the guy was like, give me a minute. Come with me. I was like, hell yeah. So we, we walked like, this way. We did the walk whole tour. This way. While we were back there, some lady some lady came back there to, like, put some stuff in Lonto's uh, locker, which was cool. I was like, hey, I interviewed him. And then – Went into the went into the the champions locker room. I think Will just fell down or something. Went into the champions locker room. That was pretty cool seeing all the former champions names. You just said all the right stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like, what did the former champions keep in these lockers? And he was like, oh, nothing. They're just here. I was like, oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's Tiger gonna leave in there? Honestly? I yeah, you're right. I know, but dirty socks. Yeah, but uh. I yeah, tell you, what, think, you know, during during the players, the the thing that gets um, used the most, they leave these like freaking ten gallon, ve- like a big vase full of starbursts, and every day they're gone. Damn, that's I cannot wait. Like I've never been to a PGA event. I can't wait for the uh, for the RSM here in a couple weeks. Going to make the short drive over and hang out, maybe get a high five from Russell Knox. And then I can't wait to attend the players this year. That's going to be legit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big I can see myself coming down there, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Maybe hell. Yeah, I bet I could get some freaking passes. I want some inside the rope passes. I bet I, could, I bet I could dial that in. I mean, you know, like everybody – like when I, when I uh, played – I had like five people walking on the ropes with me. Like everybody that I saw that I knew, like maybe even like third degree of separation knew. I was like, come on. So, so explain this to me. They're just inside the ropes and they get to kind of walk behind you. Oh, no, this is during the practice round. Um, right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, definitely not turn around. Um, no, but, no, 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 uh, no. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I, they just walked right there with me. I mean, I was just like, I'm just aiming at that tree trying to hit a little cutty. Um, and, and that was it. So, they, so uh, two, two of them were um, kids that were on my uh, uh, that were playing at the same school that I played at. So I just wanted to give them the experience. Yeah. Um, some of them were some of them were golf riders. So they had bad media passes anyways. Um, fucking make a wish foundation. Speaking yeah. of media passes. Just I, make a dream come true. Speaking of media yeah. passes, I have filled out all the required paperwork and the application for our PGA tour media pass for nice drive, nice five podcast. Hadn't heard shit, sent a follow-up email and have not heard shit from that either. Hey. So shout out PGA tour for well, not getting back. Le- with your less, boy. less than 10 episodes doesn't help. 
Right. Bro, you got a check mark. Fuck them. Right. You're right. I mean, if, I mean, if the PGA Tour is listening to this, not fuck them. I wasn't talking about you, but I mean, fuck them. Yeah, that's right. another PGA Tour. We'll get there. Yeah, another PGA Tour. We'll get there. We just got I was, talking about, the Latin, I was talking about the Latin American Tour. Yeah. But if Latin American Tour wants to give us a shot, then unfuck yourselves. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I, I, re- I retract the fuck you. Reverse so, fuck you. Yeah. But yeah. So reverse card. Like Uno. Yeah. So that was awesome. I don't know. What else? What else? You guys got anything before we get into this Russell Knox interview, which is epic. I'm super excited. I was. We had a couple of a uh, couple of questions for our Ask Us Anything segment. We did. Good thing oh, you brought beautiful. that up because I forgot. Nice. I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't really see any online. I looked. I, I glanced earlier, but I didn't see any. But if you got some, let's 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 tell the people what we know. So, um, so the only one that I remember seeing was, uh, Mark, uh, from our, our friend from the other side of the pond, three putt club, which I, f- yeah. I figured out his name last week. His name is Mark. Um, Hello, he's, Mark. One of, he's one of our A1 since day one, Hello, uh, Mark. Been a long, long time listener, no time Hello. caller. Hello, Mark. Love all that. Um, so he, so I saw him make a, 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 a tweet on the tweeters. Um, that was, yeah, it says something to the effect that I, you know, somebody stole my sandwich at work and I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't, couldn't function after that, you know, like I'm still pissed off about it and it's been three years now. Um, <laughs> so, so he was wanting to know. Um, if any of us had ever had anything stolen from us at work or on the golf course, uh, or will like, you know, he, he made a point to ask, you know, if you had had any of these things stolen, like on tour, like out of your bag or locker or anything. Um, I mean, I have, uh, so when we were in Brazil, uh, this or, is to John Chen, um, or did you steal anything out of anybody else's bag? Why you can't say tour. can't say that I've done that. Um, like, but like you didn't uh, take I, a there, pair there of kid, socks. There was a kid on my uh, college golf team that would steal yardage books, and <laughs> his name was Jonathan Viscani. And no, don't edit that. Um, I hope he hears this. He used to rob people's yardage books. So if you ever got paired with Jonathan Viscani from Clayton State, he stole your yard. He stole your uh, rangefinder. Um, what a bitch. And, uh, but, uh, so which I think is a total bitch move. And he cheated to get us into na- the national championships. Um, he hit a ball in play from out of bounds after he ran up there to find the ball before anybody could get there. Um, that's a Jason move there. Yeah. 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 But you can't do that at regionals. Um, no, but, you um, can do that at the PCCC, though. Oh, the PCCC. There, there is no out of bounds. Yeah. There ain't no out of bounds here. Mm, I mean, if you hit it on the road, she gone. But uh, and if you hit it in the runway of the airport, she gone. But other than that, you can hit it anywhere you want. Um, oh, yeah. Sweet. But I've uh, I've definitely seen. Uh, I saw a hundred dollars or heard about a hundred dollars getting stolen out of a player's bag at the uh, the tournament in Brazil uh, a few years ago. One of the caddies that was wearing a hat that had a huge pot leaf on it stole a hundred dollars from John Chen. Um, yeah, and then I mean, I guess I, I kind of stole from my caddy because I gave him three hundred bucks for the entire week because he was so mean to me. Um, and uh, who wears he a hat he, with a pot leaf? 
That's kind uh, of said. Who wears a hat with a pot leaf? Somebody that's gonna steal a hundred out of your player's bag. Yeah. How do you? Where do you guys I mean, find these caddies? I mean, if they're anybody's there. listening they're, they're that club, wears pot leaf hats, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Just, yeah, you know. they're club, they're club caddies, so they work there. Okay, I got you. Is this golf club uh, South South Paula Golf Club? Nice. I got you. Which apparently doesn't have as good of caddies as the ocean course at Kiowa. Shout out to our best friend in the caddy yeah. business, yeah. Ribo. Best friend in the entire world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instant, yep. instant best friend. Yeah. Instant BFFs. Um, we did get another question on the podcast uh, since Brent brought it up. And this is going to be a no for me and Brent. Unfortunately, we just haven't made it that way. Don't answer for me, bro. No, you don't I know. know. I know. No put words in my mouth. I know. Yeah. Um, Keep my name out your mouth. Tom Divley. I hope I said that right. Tom, if you're listening, buddy, I, I apologize. Maybe Divley. Um, could be Divley. So Will, he, do you know him? No. I mean, I've seen him on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, okay. He's, he's, he's awesome. I didn't know if he was one of your uh, PCCC friends or not. I know. You kind of trail off into C's, isn't it? You know, like PCCC. CCC. Yeah. I love that place, though. And laundromat. So, he asked, have any of us played in the Pinehurst area? And what's our favorite course besides number two? Number four, number five, number one, Southern Pines, um, and uh, that's all the ones that I've played. Okay. So don't answer for me, uh, Jason. Okay. Um, so let me see how far away I was from uh, Pinehurst. Um, I couldn't have been in morning. We played Tobacco Road or something. No, um, so this was in Bolivia, North Carolina, which is a couple hours from Pinehurst. Um, I played like Carolina National and um, a few other courses up there. Yeah, a couple hours away, but Jason was basically correct. I haven't played (laughs) at Pinehurst, but I've played close, you know, a couple hours, which is way closer than I've played to Pebble Beach. So, you know, distance and, uh, you know, was relative. I was very to close to Pinehurst. Course, pretty close. Is Pinehurst? Yeah, I, was, I was close. Carolina National was really nice. I, I played the USM there. At uh, Carolina National? No, at Pinehurst. Oh, Pinehurst. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Are they, I yeah. thought, for some reason, I thought Pinehurst was private. Why did I think? No, no, Pine, no. Pinehurst those, those, is the resort. Super resort courses are all, uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're public. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's not cheap. It's expensive as shit. Oh, I can imagine uh, to play to play like number two and shit like that. But uh, but yeah, I'll, like if it wasn't for tourism, like right, there's nothing there. Yeah, eh, nothing there. I'll play it one day. I'm not ruling anything out. Uh, my good buddy, my good buddy. Yeah, my good buddy Brad is moving to Arizona next year, and he will be. Literally 30 minutes from TPC Scottsdale, and I'm going to play TPC Scottsdale. So, so my best friend Dustin, who's in the Air Force, shout out. Thank you for your service, sir. Um, is, Thank you, Dustin. Yeah. He, so he's been stationed here at Moody Air Force Base uh, in Valdosta for 15 years of his 15 years in the military. 
Wow. And he has just received orders to go to San Antonio. Uh, Fucking first, Biden. You mean Phoenix? Couple. Oh, no. So yeah. uh, San Antonio, then San Bannon. Yeah, TPC San Antonio. It's so um, sick, and that JW Marriott is unbelievable. At, yeah. uh, at TPC San Antonio? Yeah, dude. It's, it's, I think it might be the nicest one in the whole country, to be honest. Yeah, so we have now we have two TPC places to go yep. play. Oh, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. Yeah. All right. Let me stop the podcast for a minute to talk about our good friends over at Hut View Books. Now, every detail of the book was designed to help you save a shot under the most critical tournament situations. Hut View technology and attention to detail results in the most accurate book allowed under the rules of golf. Now, I checked the website out the other day, and there are over 30,000 courses available worldwide for yardage and over 10,000 available for yardage and green topography. Now, I got that right. I got the word right, yeah. So it's USGA legal, and you can find your course at puttviewbooks.com. Literally, there's a ton of courses on here. There's even local courses down here in South Georgia that I had no idea would be on there, and they're on there. So check them out over at puttviewbooks.com. Let's get back to the episode. Look right, forward fellas. to uh, check out our future YouTube channel for those trips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, All right. Well, our producer is shutting us down. Jason uh, is uh, he, 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 he edits these things. He does an awesome job. So I think it was a good episode. I hope y'all enjoy. And uh, yeah, Jason's giving us the cue. Yeah. One last Just, thing uh, before we get off. So next week in Bermuda, okay. You got Team Will Knox, Willie yes. Wilcox, Russell Knox, Will Knox, kind of like Brangelina. Um, it has to be the first caddy player duo that have both shot 59 on tour. Yeah, we both shot it on the Corn Ferry Tour within about within about yeah. a month of each other. So I don't think there's there's no way to to a player caddy duo has ever done that. No chance. No, no Will, chance. Will not to be like a bearer of bad news or anything, but heck, you ever think about the triangle when you're heading over there? Uh, not one bit. No, okay. I'm flying in for JFK, so it's kind of from a the triangle. Will fuck you up. <laughs> that triangle. It's a, it's a you up now. It's a shitty triangle, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it has a little bit to do with the drug trade, um, but yeah. you know, and I'm, not, and I'm not taking a cigarette boat in, so yeah, we good. All right, we'll catch y'all uh, next week. Thank you to all of our sponsors, listeners, subscribers, everything. Let's get to this Russell Knox interview. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, y'all. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Nice drive, nice five. Presented by Chippo Golf. Just got my uh, boards today, and we had an epic chip off at the course. Uh, this week, we have a uh, 10-year PGA Tour pro, Russell Knox, old friend of mine, uh, hailing for in- from Inverness, Scotland, or Inverness. And uh, we-, we go way back, me and this gentleman. He's a total legend, uh, one of the best ball strikers on tour, hits more fairways than God himself, I think. So, yes, we've got Russell Knox, and uh, we're so glad to have you. Thank you for coming on, Russell. You're a legend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It'll be a, be a fun uh, 30 minutes here. 
Yeah, yeah, dude, I just figured it was perfect timing because you were so nice to invite me to the island of Bermuda next week. So I got my nose uh, jabbed today and uh, I'm anxiously waiting those results. So hopefully it comes back clean. I don't see why I wouldn't. But uh, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, really looking forward to next week. dude. It's going to be something special. Yeah, that'll be fun. I don't know if I'm crazy from inviting you, but uh, one thing for <laughs> sure is I know <laughs> I know we're, we'll have a good time, and hopefully, uh, hopefully we can play well. But uh, obviously, having a good time will be uh, will be a given. Oh uh, no, I won't get in the way. Hey, it's show up, keep up, shut up. I mean, I'm good. I'm I can be good at that. Yeah, exactly. Now I want uh, you yeah. to talk my I want you to talk my ear off. That's for sure. <laughs> you you do you do? Yes, absolutely. Oh, good, good. I can, I can yeah. handle that. Um, He's good I can, at that I, too. I, yeah, I can handle the golf part. You just make sure I don't do anything stupid and keep talking to me. Yeah, and what, what about like prevailing wind? How are we feeling about that? I mean, because is the does the wind swirl over there a lot or? I mean, obviously, it's not a very big island, so normally the wind pumps. So if it's going right to left, you know it's going right to left. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, it's it's pretty easy to know where the wind's going on this place. It has nowhere to hide. It's just coming from no. the freaking northwest, probably. And so, it, I mean, it'll pump twenty to thirty every day, probably. Yeah. yeah. So you, being you've done good is, up there too. Isn't the wind, um, the weather? I guess you should say, like more of a key factor, say in Scotland or um, or England over that way than it would be here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Mean, I mean, it, absolutely. I mean, like when I grew up. Uh, I mean, way, way up in the north of Scotland, as Willie said, Inverness. Um, I mean, it was. I mean, it was cold and and wet and windy all the time. So, I mean, if if you didn't want to play golf in the in the cold and blowing 25, 30 mile an hour, you didn't ever play. So you had to just kind of get on with it, which uh, right. I guess is one of the reasons why I, I kind of like to play in the wind. And historically, I've done okay doing it. So that, so that, that's why I was asking. Do you? I mean, realistically, I mean, it seems like that would give you kind of, uh, you know, kind of a, an edge over, you know, say, say Will or myself or you know, someone that's here that's not used to playing in conditions like that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, anyone that's played the tour for a bunch of years has played in wind. I mean, uh, there's, there's no denying that. I mean, obviously it gets windy in Texas and Florida, it's windy, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, yes, I mean, I've probably have played in more wind than, than most people in my lifetime. So, I mean, does that give me an advantage? Yeah. I I mean, I guess so. Um, But uh, I mean, I feel like there's still, there's a lot of guys on tour that really don't know how to play in the wind so that kind of eliminates right. them straight off the bat so right um, obviously if you're in control of your nugget you can play and if you're uh, just slashing all over the place you got no chance in the wind yeah yeah so, most guys just have that stock shot and like and first of all all i gotta say is my coba classic you always do well there and then in this event you do well there i know it's a newer one so you haven't played it that many times but um, you seem to do really well at Mycoba. Blows like hell down there. Um, so um, yeah, I uh, I just uh, it, it'll be a fun week, and uh, you know, just boat ride to the course. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a trip. So, um, but yeah, yeah I, uh, I um I've, I've written I've written down a lot of your stats here, and, and just a couple of things I want to highlight before uh, Jason. I know you have some questions, but yeah. I just wanted to tell the listeners a few of his highlights that I found to be the most impressive. 
Um, first of all, well, his his wife Andrea is super cool. She played professional tennis, right, Russ? Correct. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and uh, and they've de- they've decided not to have a wee Bobby. Um, uh, is that right? Yes, we have a little dog. He's a legend, but uh, he's yeah. all he's all he's all that we're going to be able to handle. So uh, yeah. here, yeah. yeah. Oh, who's your wee Bobby? How does that sound? How, who's your wee Bobby? <laughs> How's that? I mean, I mean, you're you're more scarce than I am. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what my friend from Glasgow said. He's, he's like, dude, he's been in America so long, he's barely Scottish anymore. Yeah, um, but let me let me let me get this straight. From where I lived compared to the Glaswegian, I mean, that is like talking French and German. I mean, the Glaswegians are cut from a different straw. I mean, uh, they're <laughs> they're they are a different animal altogether from where I lived. They milk it. They milk the accent more, right? Oh, I mean, it's they, they talk and just, I mean, everything's different. The, the slang words that they use and just the way they say things. Um, I mean, obviously not in a bad way. It's just totally different from uh, up where I grew up. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a funny one to me. Um, he, he wanted me to say to you, he wanted me to say, uh, he goes, um, what's it going to take for you to gizagami? Gizagami. Do mean, you know that one? Do you know that one? <laughs> No. So that means, that means, what's it going to, like, well, and, and I'm not asking you this right now. I don't <laughs> care. The experience is going to be excellent. But gizagami is, means like a slice of the pie. Yeah. And so that so that's a perfect example. This is a, is a Glaswegian guy. And I wish you could hear the, vo- the voice message he left me. It's hysterical. He's got the thickest <laughs> accent you've ever heard. That means, that means, what kind of percentage am I getting next week? <laughs> Hopefully it's the maximum percentage, Willie. Yeah, buddy. Sure. Um, but he goes, he goes, what's it gonna take for to be a gizagami? Um, <laughs> a gizagami. I was like, I'll, I'll ask him that, but I'm gonna make sure that he knows, and I'm not saying, bro, you better be giving me two percent. Um, but anyways, you perennially, <laughs> perennially have, um, perennially, that's the word, um, been seventy <laughs> percent and above in, in, in driving accuracy. Shoo. And I, I just think that stat is just freakish. Well, I mean, it's it's obviously in 10 years, it's kind of went in waves. I mean, uh, I at the start of my career, I was very straight and then got a little bit crooked for a while. And I feel like I'm kind of back to hitting it almost as straight as I as I once was. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if you look at all the stats, I mean, driving accuracy is, I mean, it's kind of cool if you hit it straight, but obviously that doesn't write the checks, so... I yeah, would. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that one. I mean, green's a regulation, but I, I would like to lead in putting. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Because yeah. if you if you led in putting, it would be a it would be a fucking landslide. Um, but yeah. uh, you um you you've hit eighteen greens in a year. I think more than anybody a couple of times as well. Wow. Yeah, I just did that in uh, Detroit. Um, couple a uh, couple months back, it was. Uh, yeah. I, it, that, that was one of my best actually i think it statistically was my best iron performance i've ever had on the pga tour that day like just yeah. from the proximity to the hole and the strokes gained approach and and all that stuff so so that, yeah that was a that was a fun day it's always nice to do some kind of random pointless stat like that but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but, but, but it's you've done of, it more than once you've done it more than once yeah. right? Yeah, I uh, I guess I have. Yeah, I think my buddy Louis said I've done it six or seven times in my career. So yeah, um, kind of cool. I mean, so that I mean, I guess that means I drive it in play, and then my 
my irons uh, are obviously a, a strength of mine. But uh, but when you're on the bike, you need to tell me aim at the pin, son. Aim at the pin. None of this thirty footer. There you go. So we're saying, to, we're we're staying aggressive. We're staying aggressive. Yeah, let's go. Fucking right. Let's I go. Love Apparently, like fairways um, aren't as important as they used to be with distance the way it is these days. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that, that's, yeah. yeah, so I mean, uh, like, another podcast, uh, they had Bryson on, and they were like, so, you know, they kind of let in with a talk about the rollback for the, you know, for the shaft length for the drivers. And they were like, do you, do you really care about fairways? And he was like, hell no. You know, he said, the closer I can get to the green – the shorter a shot I have in, the better chance I have most of the time. And I was like, that's, you know, I've always tried to hit fairways. Apparently I'm going yeah. at it. <laughs> I'm going at yeah. it wrong. So, yeah. I mean, I, 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 just... I, I agree. I mean, the, obviously the science behind what Bryson is saying is accurate, but I mean, he's also kind of almost grown up playing that way. Um, I, on the other hand, did not. I mean, I, I grew up playing a very narrow course in, in Bonnie, Scotland, when it was windy with gorse bushes. So, I mean, I, I couldn't hit it crooked. You'd lose your ball. So, right. hit it, hitting it straighter is in my, like, DNA. Like, so, I think if I kind of adopted the Bryson approach of uh, just whack it and if you're in the rough, I, I don't think that's the way I – could personally play golf to the best of my ability. So obviously for someone like him is working beautifully, but I, I don't think that you could convince me that that's the best way I'm going to win a tournament for everybody. I, I think, right. yeah. 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 So, but my, not everybody has the ability to do that. No, no. Yeah. My, my yeah. home course is the same way. I mean, my home course, um, you know, it's a, it's an amazing layout, but we don't have a driving range. And the the first tee or the first fairway, maybe what Jason, thirty five yards wide, forty yards wide, Probably, maybe, yeah. maybe a little more than that, and it's trees straight down. So yeah. you know, I can't. You know, you have to. A lot of times, I mean, it's a par four. A lot of times, I'll take a hybrid or something off just because you know you're not warm because we don't have a driving range. You know, you're you're still kind of trying to wake up at seven thirty in the morning and. Yeah. yeah, I I heard um, Gary Player talk about this once briefly uh, when it came to course design and so many of these kind of newer courses they're kind of wide open or kind of the big boy courses. There's no they, they they've removed all the trees. The, the trees are a short straight hair's dream because if there's a whole line with trees and Bryson gets up and just wails at three fifty at the trees, well he's got no shot. So yeah. if you eliminate if you eliminate the trees and especially when you're playing. PGA Tour golf, when you have lots of crowds following someone like Bryson. So all of a sudden, now he wings it offline. He's got a chance of not even being in the rough. Like, he might be in the area where all the crowds are trampled down. So now he's just got a little flip wedge. Whereas if he was in the trees, now he's got no shot. So if I'm right. in the fairway with an A-iron and he's in the trees with whatever, 100 yards, but he has no shot, who's going to win? Me. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Almost every time. But if I'm in the fairway with an A iron, he's got a hundred yards clear shot. He's going to eat my lunch. So, um, yeah. I guess it all comes down to the course. Yes. hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. So, so Russell, I, um, Willie blessed me the other day. I was lucky enough. He gave me another round at TPC sawgrass. So I was down there last week. 
I was upset. I didn't run into you. I was hoping to see you around, which I would have probably used that his course. Yeah, I would have probably froze and not said anything because I would have just been so nervous. Um, I did see your lock. <laughs> I did see your locker though. You know, I, I name dropped Willie's name to get a couple of my buddies and go. myself to do the little tour thing. So I was like, hey, I'm interviewing that guy soon. But um, there we go. But uh, speaking of that, what what's kind of your you know you're getting ready for Bermuda. What's kind of your um, daily routine with with getting ready and all that good stuff? Yeah, I mean that's a good question and something which I I'm probably fairly inconsistent with. Um, so I mean I I, I was home last week, um, took kind of most of the week off, played a little bit. Took my niece and nephew to Universal Studios the other day, which was a blast. Nice. And um, to be honest, uh, like I, I've I played in a little one-day member member of the course. I am a member at down here, which was fun. Had a few cocktails while playing with with uh, Matt Every, the PGA Tour legend. And nice. uh, so that so that that was fun just to kind of uh, get away and and kind of play like a stress-free game of yeah. golf, having a few cocktails, which was nice. But, uh, I mean, as the week goes on here, um, I took today off, which was, I guess, kind of lazy, but uh, I worked yeah. out and and uh, didn't do anything. So, tomorrow, tomorrow's about Friday. So, I mean, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll really start to kind of gear up and kind of take my practice a little more serious. I'll, I'll play some holes probably every day. Right. And um, so, yeah, I mean, just so when um, – when Monday comes, when I'm I'm traveling, that I feel like I'm kind of energized, ready to go. Um, equipment's kind of all set for the week, and and um, I'm I'm kind of in that scoring mode of of when I tee up, like I'm I'm not kind of wasting my time for a few days. Like I'm I'm my eyes kind of in, my swing feels good, and uh, just kind of ready to rumble with with right. Captain Willie. That Hell, um, yeah, that that was yeah, kind yeah. of. That was another question I had that you kind of answered was I was really curious to know if you actually played like fun rounds of golf where you just lay back, have a couple cocktails, a couple drinks, you know, kind of stress-free golf pretty much. Or is it always work, busy, busy? But, I mean, you, you pretty much answered that one. So Yeah, no, I mean, I, I always say to people, I don't – like think of this as as a job really like i don't feel like this is work i mean i just feel lucky that i'm good at golf and golf can pay the bills so right i mean uh, i've always kind of thought of it that way and that's why like i, I don't like today i didn't feel like practicing so i said screw it i'm just yeah, gonna sit on the couch and then i knew i was gonna work out and i had a couple things on in the morning and so, like, I, I don't look at it as if, oh, I need to go practice my chipping for three hours, my putting for two hours. Like, th- that's, that part of it I don't enjoy. Like, I mean, I obviously have done this for long enough now that, yeah. I mean, I it's always close to being there. So, I mean, I, I know that after when I start here in Bermuda, I'm going to play three or four weeks in a row. So, I need to, like kind of conserve my energy a little bit so when i'm at home here i like to just kind of rest and right and uh, yeah i mean most definitely when i'm not grinding every time i go play like uh i mean i'll play with my niece and nephew a little bit nine holes here or there i mean i'm trying but not really i mean if i yeah. hit a couple of good shots around uh then great i mean i'm out there to kind of enjoy myself with them and i'm definitely not grinding all the time i mean almost the opposite i mean okay. i as soon as i get to a tournament yes it clicks in a little bit and 
you take it obviously more serious. But uh, when I'm at home, no, I mean, I'm enjoying myself and, and just, yes, I'm practicing, trying to get better. But I mean, uh, you can't take it too serious. Right. It kind of depends on how close you are to an event. Um, I, I would say it sounds like to me and from what I've seen on like social media on Andrew's social media, I think y'all might be the aunt and uncle of the best aunt and uncle there <laughs> in the world. I mean, we we do spoil them rotten. That's for that's right. for sure. I mean, Rod, we, we yeah. I mean, b- because we don't have any loons of our own, we uh, treat them like our uh, our kids. Uh, spoil them rotten, rile them up completely. I'm the most inappropriate. I guess I call myself like the inappropriate rich uncle. So I just spoil them rotten and then uh, hand them back to their parents and uh, away they Let go. Let them deal with it. Yeah, exactly. With like a bunch of it's, new stuff and all these experiences, and you you take them all yeah. over the world. I mean, you've taken them places like Cancun and play, like cool places like that, right? Yeah, I mean we've, I mean we've been all over. Uh, I mean, obviously we, they've been to Scotland and and uh, I mean other European countries. We went on. We've been to to Italy and Paris, and I mean, yeah, we, we've we've spoiled them rotten, and uh, but we love doing it because they're they're great kids and. Uh, and uh, I mean, they love golf too. So, and and hopefully, they're going to be superstars one day here too. Yeah. So awesome. So Russell, we got you know our good friend Willie is going to be carrying the bag for you this coming uh, at Bermuda. I don't I don't know why you didn't just invite us all. I mean, we could have just did the whole podcast. Yeah, party. Hey. Yeah. Um. But no. Uh. So Willie's going to be carrying the bag for you. What snacks does Willie have to put in that bag for you? You know what? I was I was actually going to text Willie uh, about that today because I've been on uh, Amazon. I've been uh, ordering all this food for to take over there to make sure I had snacks. So I bought some uh, beef jerky biltong the other day, and these like disgusting uh-huh. like bar. Well, actually, these like chocolate chip kind of cookie bars that have all this good crap for you in it. So I bought a bunch of those. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably good for us uh, for about a month living on those two things. I bought so many of them, I think. <laughs> Dude, that, that, that South African bultong is so good. Yeah, that is good stuff. So, but no, I it mean, really I keeps you going. I'll snack, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be a slightly different experience this year because even though they're still kind of strict on the whole COVID testing, I mean, last year was kind of right in the midst of it, the kind of the worst, the worst. And, uh, and they were, everything was kind of, really strict so it'll be interesting to see this year if they kind of relaxed their restrictions slightly right yeah will, will you even be able to go into stores like are there are there supermarkets that you can go in or not yeah i mean actually down where the hotel is i mean you can walk to a bunch of different restaurants and it's actually a uh-huh. cool little little town street there so last year cool. it, it was a little more restricted but i mean i highly doubt it's going to be that way now so um, yeah so yeah it's, it's actually it's it's kind of a fun little week yeah and hopefully um it'll live up to that hell yeah I've got, uh, me I've and, got me some... and are having dinner so maybe you and andrea can join us uh, andrea's yep. not coming so um oh boys week boys Ooh. week nice. yeah i've got uh i've got some friends uh that live in london uh that come over once or twice a year um we always go to a big rock festival it used to be there in jacksonville welcome to rockville uh, that's in Daytona now. Um, and they were scared that they weren't going to be able to come. Uh, but they just recently, um, you know, bought plane tickets and all to come over because I think that they have lifted the, I guess the ban on international travel from over there. 
Um, yeah, as I heard of, like, that. No- yeah. November the eighth, I believe. So it seems like everything's kind of kind of loosening up. The wife and I have a trip uh, planned to Jamaica in June next year. So okay. we're hoping that it kind of yeah we're kind of hoping yeah. that it uh you know that everything kind of clears up you know gets halfway back to normal between now and then yeah, yeah. And I, I mean hopefully it should so yeah. it should be yeah. I'm so, just, you know, I'm sorry. I mean if you live like obviously I don't know I'm guessing are you in Alabama now or no I, I'm in Bama they're in well, Valdosta yeah. Georgia. Yeah, uh, we're only. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty open here, obviously. So yeah, yeah we're we're only. I mean, in Jacksonville, the bars are just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, today's... in Florida, COVID doesn't exist anymore. If right. you're yeah. thirty years old. Yeah. yeah, Jason and I are only I don't know hour and a half from you. It took us less than two hours to get to Sawgrass. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's cool. We're not too that, far. That place, I'm so thankful for Will to uh I mean we all all three of us played what what last month? Yeah. And then yeah. and then Will allowed me to go he was gracious enough to hook me up for me to go back last week with uh two really good buddies of mine. And uh just such an amazing like I'm just still not over that I got a chance to play twice. It's, I mean, it's an amazing course. I mean, it's freaking hard, and that's yeah. for sure. But uh, it's, I mean, especially those last three holes. I mean, yeah. when you stand on 16T, you know the next 30, 40 minutes are going to be epic. So, 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 so here's the thing, Russell. <clears throat> here's the thing. Okay, I, I'm, I'm not a good golfer. I'm, I'm not good at all. I, not, not to be bragging or anything, but I parred the iconic 17th hole last Thursday. It was legit. The- the second time you parted. The first time it was <laughs> not so much. What? So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The first time we played. Yeah. Yeah. yeah first the time first we played, time we played. Yeah. Yeah. The first solid time we strike though. So, solid strike. Though. Hey, we, yeah. we, we, we can't, we can't all have made slam dunk colon ones like Big Willie over there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. hey, at least that's something I can hang on to. The, forever, yeah. forever. Just like I can hang on to, I made a nine there one year. I can hang and, on to that forever. And, and still finish nineteenth though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's what I was about to bring up. Not to not to bring up, you know, a bad story or anything. But what was going through your mind when you after you hit that first shot in the water? You're like, dang it. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously li- living here. I mean, I've. I've played that course many times that I I'd never hit a ball in the water actually. And uh, bet, yeah, I was about to say, it, I bet you never miss that yeah, green. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. And uh, I mean, and obviously, I mean, it was late on Saturday, and and I mean, I uh, I was playing well, and I mean, I was in the top ten, probably fifth or sixth at the time, and the pin was front left that day, and I hit. I mean, I hit a pitching wedge, and I knew I missed it half a groove high. But I, I still felt like I hit it plenty good enough to, to, to get there, and I hit the top of the wood and came back. So instead of going to the drop zone, I just thought, okay, well, I have a perfect club here. Just don't hit it half a groove high, and you'll fly it two or three, four yards more, and you'll be fine. And, um, I mean, my heart was just pounding at this point and almost hit it in the flower beds for the second shot. And then at this point, I was having a full meltdown yeah. inside tin cup moment so i was like give me another ball and yeah that didn't go very well so <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i mean it was uh 
I, I still think to this day, one of the best shots of my life was the following day. Um, I hit the green, ended up three putting, but I still thought if I, if I couldn't, if I had like some kind of mental block on the hole and hit it in the water on Sunday, I felt like that could have like ruined my whole career. So yeah. <laughs> like last was... and um, besides yeah, just festered. Yeah. Besides yeah. 17, do you have a, another favorite hole that you can tell us at Sawgrass? Um, I mean, to be honest, it's there, there's very few weak holes on, on the course. I mean, um, I mean, uh, I mean, there's, there's. To me, the course is all about the par fives, and more specifically, where your second shots go on the par fives. So, I mean, uh, even like number two, the par five there. If you hit a good second shot close to the green or or in the right area, easy up and down. If you miss the green in a really hard spot, then you're not going to make a birdie. And then, same with number nine, you can leave yourself a nice little wedge or. Yeah. or easy chip, but you can also leave yourself a shot where you can't hit it to 40 feet. And then obviously 11 and 16, there's water. So I always find like the guy that does well in that tournament goes on and win. He plays those second shots on par fives. Well, I mean, uh, those are shots that are kind of nerve wracking, but in order to score well, you have to take those on and hit, hit quality shots at the right time. Right. I, so when we played on nine, nine is the one that has like the big, um, like the big elevated area to the right of the green, right? It's kind of like yeah, there, yeah, there's some nine there, yeah. Yeah. So I wound up on that, and then I like hit a nasty little flop down there, and I think I wound up saving par. Um, how I so I can't hit my ball doesn't go to the left. I just I can't hit a draw unless I'm hitting with a hybrid like off a tee. And I was just like, well, we'll just see what happens. And I wound up on top of it um, and just hit a little flop down and, you know, got it somewhat close. Um, yeah, is that, I think the pin was back right. So yeah. it was a pretty good little collection area over there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I made a little yeah. greasy putt there to make the cut this year. Um, I was kind of grinding and – I, I had to birdie number nine. It was almost in the dark to make the cut. And because I've lived here for half my life now, there was a few of my family and friends. There was probably, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 people there cheering me on. And I had like this, I actually, I hit good drive, went for the green left bunker out to like seven or eight feet to make the cut. And I think I was Down in the, the last hill? group. Yeah, it was, just a, it was just an ugly little putt too. Like it was like a little <laughs> mini double breaker. And I hit such a shitty putt like kind of low on the heel of the putter and somehow it just caught the right edge and went in. I was so pumped. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, because that per yeah. the purse is so big. Like when I made that hole in one, everybody's like, oh, you must have been excited because you're in contention. I was like, no, because last place is like 24 G's and I knew I was probably going to make the cut. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, it's just such a special getting two more rounds out there. Is so cool. And that year, I mean, you obviously played 2016. Remember those greens on Saturday, how they kind of oh, lost man. them? That was insane. I remember yeah, I was yeah. playing with Zach Johnson and he actually called an official from the walk between nine and 10 yeah, and actually, and actually complained. And uh, the, the wow. rules officials straight up like apologized and said they messed up. They, they double cut or triple cut, triple rolled them. But then yeah, the, the community dropped. The yeah, exactly. Wow. And then they weren't forecasting the wind switch, which dropped the humidity and the, the sun came out and baked them out. So, yeah, the, he was like apologizing. 
apologizing to us walking to the tenth wow. team, which I thought was kind of weird. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, they were they were waiting in the uh, they were waiting in the scoring area for us to to apologize to us to my group. Nobody yeah. in my group group broke eighty, and uh, Freddie Jacobson was on this epic uh, no three putt streak. And that day he had a four putt and two three putts. Yeah, I tell people if you had a ten foot pop, and yeah, like say say I was playing with Zach Johnson, he had ten foot pop, and I was one inch closer to him on exactly the same line. And I watched him hit it five feet by. I would still hit it four feet by. Like that's oh, how. Wow. I, yeah, that's how fast I thought the greens were that day. Like your brain just couldn't like get yourself to hit it soft enough. It's wow. uphill too. That's what was crazy. Yeah, twenty footer uphill was like. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, they, um, it looked like they had just uh, when we went down there. We played um, September thirtieth. Yep. I think it was. Yep. And it looked like they probably, you know, maybe four weeks before we played had probably aerated the greens. Yeah. Um, and they still had – you could see some small holes. Um, I mean, they still rolled, like, super pure. But, you know, they were probably rolling a, you know, nine or ten maybe versus, you know, 12 or, you know, whatever they normally roll, I guess. Yeah. I so, mean, with, with the tournament now being in, in March instead of May – that the greens won't ever be that fast again because they overseed the whole course and everything's right. more green and lush. And, and in my opinion, the course plays much better, a little bit slower, um, which it does now in, in March. Because yeah. um, they, they didn't need the greens that fast, and uh, it kind of makes it a little gimmicky, I think. When did they yeah, move we, it back? When did they move it back to, to March? It's, it's been like um, two or three years now at least. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was, I was, man, like I was pleasantly surprised with the course. So, um, I've been playing golf a year and a half, um, and I'm down to 12 handicap. I broke 80 once a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I was like, man, I thank you. I was like, man, I'm just like, I was like, I want to break a hundred and I want to hit the green on 17. Like was, that was my only two goals. I was like, other than that, like, I just want to enjoy the experience. You know what I mean? And um, I wound up Bucket. shooting a – yeah, I wound up shooting a 93, um, and I hit the green. I actually, I was the closest to the pin on 17. Um, on three, three as well, I hit it like two and a half foot on three. Um, but, you know, afterwards I was like, man, like, if I had have done this or a little different or that a little different, like, I probably could have shit, shot mid-80s. You know what I mean? Just kind of replaying some shots yeah. that I probably should have done differently, which, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, even, you know, you guys, you two guys being, you know, professional golfers, you know, you after a round, does that kind of stuff go through your head? Like, you know, if I had have done this a little different or that a little different, you know, save a few, you know, could have saved a couple of strokes or. I mean, you know, I know it does on Saturdays and Sundays. Heck yeah. I mean, you always remember the, the dumb mistakes or decisions that you made. I mean, uh, even – Back in like Hooters tour day, you know, I mean, for some reason, your brain is unfortunately wired just to remember the kind of the negative shitty the shots. shots. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, uh, I mean, obviously, I know I could. I'm sure Will could run off 10 shots that he freaking hates he hit in his career. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot. Oh, in the, in the last two years, especially, a lot of five footers um, that. You know, those like, all right, if you make this five-footer, then you've got your two shots clear with three holes to play. But if you miss it, you're only one shot clear of the cut. 
on Friday. I always call it freak out Friday. Great, yeah. great mental process has gone through my head. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyways, every shot counts out there and you just gotta be so focused, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I just, um, I just, uh, t- tell me about 2016 a little bit. Like that year was just so freaking sick. And with the win, your first win being in a WGC event in China, um, that was, that, that was so impressive. And then to go on and win the, 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 uh, travelers as well. Um, like that year you finished what 10th in the FedEx cup. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a crazy year. I mean, obviously after I won, it just opened up a whole new world for me. And yeah. uh, my confidence obviously went through the roof. And the following week after I won, I lost in the playoff down in Mayakoba to Graham McDowell. And then I think I finished third three times that season um, and won twice. I think I finished third too. So, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a crazy year. I just felt like no, every week easy. I played, I was like, yeah, I mean, it was – I'd seen so many good shots that it was just like kind of mentally a, such a positive year. And it just seemed um, – I mean, my world ranking, I think I got up to 18 in the world, which was cool. Yeah, but, uh, I was wondering I, what it, the highest yeah. it was. Yeah, I snuck in the Tigers event one year, that, that hero sick event down in Bahamas, which was – which was cool. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just, it was a whirlwind. I mean, um, obviously I was playing good and it, it, I mean, we were all over the world. I mean, I, I playing in, in obviously in Asia, went to Dubai, Australia, South Africa, Bahamas. I mean, we, we were flying all over the map and it was just an amazing journey that we still kind of talk about this day, kind of the crazy things that happened and what we visited and seen and, and um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was, it was a, a special year for sure. And one of which I don't want to like try and live in the past, but I sure wish I could kind of have one more kind of big year like that before it's all kind of said and done. But uh, yeah. it, we got to get it, it you on the a, Ryder Cup. Yeah. I mean, I want to see Russell Knox represent Europe in the Rattle Cup so bad. Yes. He's, yeah, we want to sleeping close. What yeah. I mean, because that because because it, it wasn't a Ryder Cup year, is that that why? I mean, because obviously your ranking was high. I mean, you know, you had Poulter, who's ranked like forty-two in the world, that got in this year. Obviously, he was a pick, but like yeah. it just wasn't a Ryder Cup year, so you needed to no, continue no. to play. No, I mean it was, and obviously, I mean I could talk about this for days. But, <laughs> uh, oh, you you were the odd yeah. man out, weren't you? Yes. So I because oh, I actually oh. I actually just won the Travelers. And the Ryder Cup was, was like two, two, they were picking like two weeks after that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah so, yeah, they did 100%. And uh, but the reason why they did was uh, my win in China. Yeah. When I won in China, I got zero points for that because I wasn't a member of the tour. Oh, so wow. Wow. I, the European tour. So, yeah, so I missed out by oh. one person without winning a WGC event. So if I would have won, if I, they would have counted those points, I would have been like third on the list. So they uh, chose not to pick me kind of by using like a bullshit technicality or whatever you want to say. And uh, wow. so, uh, yeah, they, they kind of screwed me, which was kind of a bummer, obviously. Wow. That's so Because, yeah, I mean, you, you had guys. That European tour. Yeah, because, I mean, it was – and honestly, I think that was a kind of a, a weaker year, um, you know, for Europe as far as the team went. Because, I mean, you had guys like 
you know, Chris Wood and you know what I mean? Like there were some guys yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like, um, that just weren't. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, never know. I, I mean, I could say that I would have went there and, and, and played well. I mean, you never know. I could have went there and just got pumped every, every day, but the, personally, the experience would have been amazing regardless of if the team won or how I played it. It would have just been nice to kind of be involved in, in that obviously. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it wasn't meant to be. And, uh, but yeah, like Willie said, it'd be nice if I could, uh, make kind of a, another run out of here in the next couple of years to sure. kind of put the cherry on top of the cake. Are you, yeah, man, we're it's behind. Been quite a cake that you've, uh, that you've, uh, created here. Um, yeah. Uh, that, 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 that Irish open winning that playoff, uh, that had to have been pretty sick. What a bomb you made there. Yeah, that, that was, that was nasty. I mean, I, uh, I, I played good all week and then on 18, I kind of drove it right. And I, I don't even know. I was just kind of, I don't even know what I was thinking. I mean, I hit a good second shot just to get on the green. I had like a 44 and um, I mean, I remember just hitting the putt and in, in it went and I was, I, I still didn't, obviously I didn't think that was going to be to win. I thought I'd probably finish second, but uh, it turned out it was good enough for a playoff. And then, I mean, in the playoff, I, I gave myself almost the, exactly the same putt and, and I, um, it was like deja vu. I, I didn't yeah. even try over the second one because I was like, I know what I'm doing here. And I just yeah. hit it. And before you know it, it went in exactly the same way, which was nuts. Wow. Was it a little right to left or what was it? D- dude, I can't even tell you. I, I, I didn't even aim. I just I walked around <laughs> the pot and I just put the power behind the ball, looked at the hole and hit it. Like I, I wasn't even, I didn't even read it. I just hit it. And it was, it was the most... I mean, I could talk about this for hours. I mean, it was the most weirdest kind of experience in my life. Like, I mean, I guess that's what happens when you kind of let your subconscious mind take over or whatever. You just your instincts of, take over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it was the weirdest thing. It was the least I've tried over two putts in my entire life, and they both went in dead center. So, wow. <laughs> Did you, so yeah. you didn't feel such intense pressure that you were about to fall down or anything? No, it wasn't like I was, like, trying to make it or trying to hit a spot or all I did. I all I remember doing was I, I walked around the whole hole. I go over the putt, and something in my brain just went, "Don't try and aim. Just put the power behind the ball. Look at the hole, and just try and hit the best putt of your life." And in it went. <laughs> wow, that's, <laughs> yeah, so sick. Was, that's awesome. Seems so simple, right? I mean, it's amazing yeah. how you can't replicate that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. playing a quick nine holes in the morning before I go out of town. I'm just gonna try that first hole. Just gonna try it. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Implement that into your game, Jason. Yeah. Um, well, um, cool. How, how long? How long have we had Russ on here? He's, he, we've gotten some good stuff. Yeah. I don't want to keep him too long. Yeah, yeah. We're coming to a close. I've just got one more question, um, and then I'm done. So, next month is the RSM Classic. Uh, are you gonna, you gonna be playing in the RSM? Yeah, more than likely, yes. Okay. Well, I, I know exactly who I'm following. Then I, uh, I plan on, I plan on going. I've never been to a PGA event, so this will be my first. It's only like an hour and a half from the house, so me and the wife are going to load up and go. So looking Perfect. forward to it. Now you'll you'll enjoy it. It's, it's a fun event. I mean, if the, if the weather's nice, which hopefully it will. I mean, it's it's beautiful up there. I mean, seaside's as pure as it gets, and. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cool place. You'll like it. 
Yeah, I'll be there too. I don't will will you uh will you uh will you come down maybe Thursday or Friday for that or I know you probably got uh junior tournaments for the weekend, but maybe I mean, we can log I, it up. I would probably I could see myself shooting down there. I mean I have a junior tournament on that Saturday, but like uh you know, it, it might be one of my uh central to southern Alabama events which will make it a little bit easier. Um but uh I could I would I would love if you guys are gonna go on that Thursday, I would I wouldn't uh you know, I don't see why I wouldn't. Nice. We'll do it. Let's do it. Nice. Uh, let's yeah. go let's go root root for our boy uh Russell Knox, and uh, uh, every time he makes a birdie, scream, uh, uh, get your right out. Get your right out. And, uh, and another, another good one is, he never died. That's when you're playing Halo, and you shoot the guy right in the face, and he doesn't die. He never died. He never died. <laughs> he never died. As your wee body. Yeah, we um, But anyways, so. no, those are, te- are those terrible? No, dude, you, you're. I mean, the Scottish accent is not that easy to do. I mean, you, you're. I have to admit, probably the best non-Scot I've ever heard. <laughs> nice, thank you, thank you. Uh, well, the Glaswegians that I talk to say that I suck at it, but I think that's just because they they just think they're cooler down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always feel like when I try to do a Scottish accent, I sound like a mix between like fat bastard and groundskeeper Willie off the Simpsons. Well, just just like if a, if a Scotsman tried to sound like your good Southern accent, it would be a disaster too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I find uh, Russell, you to be one of the most humble players out there. I love how you appreciate everything that's happening around you. You appreciate good finishes. You love every moment you and your wife get to really enjoy things together. And, uh, and coming on this podcast just means so much. Getting the invite for next week means so much. And I promise I won't let you down. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be smiling. And I'm going to be a positive influence for you. So um, I'm going to be like, the wind's coming from that way because my hat's going to fall off if I turn broadside. <laughs> um, so uh, anyways, I'm looking forward to it, brother. And uh, I'll, I'll be landing about noon, so I'll be there before you. So I guess I got to set up transportation to the uh, hotel. But uh, anyways. Right. Yeah. Do you, if, you, if, you, if you don't have the link for that, just text me and I'll send you because uh, I think it, it's easy to do, I think. Okay, cool. Well, sounds Art, good. Well, Art Russell, hell yeah, man. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. And um, Willie, let's go. Get this uh, Bermuda Triangle Trophy on uh, next Sunday, and uh, it'll be a blast. But uh, now I'll see you guys up in uh, RSM. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, 